Well, good morning, everyone. I hope that um, the glare off my forehead isn't too much for you right now. So we um, are trying something new, and it's a, it's a quite a good thing that we can enjoy God's blessings of him giving us wisdom to be able to come up with technology like this and having people in the congregation who can put this together uh, so that we can uh, worship together even when, when we're apart. So uh, today I'm going to follow along just very closely and very quickly on the outline that's provided in the bulletin regarding the coronavirus and the Bible. And then next week we'll get back to our Exodus 19 passage um, in that Exodus 19.5 that's just, I think, critical for us to understand and, and to know and believe in regarding who we are as, as believers. Uh, so... On the outline, it just if you'll follow along there, if you're able to see it, if not, this is going to be real, real simple, just to kind of give a biblical response to what's going on in the world right now, and how we as Christians should be acting and responding to this. Because when man sinned, chaos and disorder became the new normal for the world, and that's just the way it is. And chaos and disorder will persist until the day of the Lord. That's what we're experiencing even now. And so it's kind of interesting in the United States of America, one of the things that plagues us is when everything goes right, we have this tendency to forget what's most important. So today we're reminded of what is important, and that is to remember that that Jesus is going to come back someday, and we need to be living for him so that we're going to be ready for that day. So until that day, God's children, we as God's people, can bring order and calm into this chaotic and disorderly world when we trust in God, when we follow his ways. So a biblical response to the COVID-19 pandemic and what's going on all around us, which is really, I haven't figured out this virus, if it's really something we should be given this much attention to or this much credit to. But even as I have the sniffles, a little bit of a cold today, some sinuses have opted, chosen to stay home. Um, hopefully God honors that and we've made a wise decision for those of us who've chosen to stay home. And for those of you who are down at the church right now, um, we, we respect and honor you for, for being willing and having that desire to be a part of what God wants you to, to do and where he wants you to be. So, um, here are some things to consider as we move forward with every decision we make in life during this pandemic. Number one, trust God. He is in control. Um, John 14, verse number one says, Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Trust in him. Okay, and that's Jesus before he uh, went to the cross, was trying to get his apostles to be calm. Trust him. Have faith in him. Believe in him. He's got a place for us, and we just need to trust in God. The Colossians chapter 1 verse 17 passage is one of those passages I really like a lot because it's talking about, in that context, Jesus is the one who created everything. Jesus is, then in verse 17, is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So when everything in the world seems to be just falling apart, we can trust Jesus. He's going to hold all things together. 
if if Jesus can hold the entire universe together by the power of his might, hold every star in its place, hold every molecule in its place, every electron, if he's the one who does that and can do that, if he can hold all those things in its place, then he can certainly hold my life together. So even when there's chaos around, we just trust in Jesus. He's He's got control. We can trust him. So we need to be examples of believing this and, and show the world that we truly believe what we say, that, that we trust God and we know he's in control. And number two, um, always be ready for death. So there's this threat, and it looms large for people who are older, who have these pre-existing conditions, put you at risk for this particular virus. None of us know when we're going to go, but when this threat comes, then we're suddenly faced with the idea of, hey, I've got to be ready. My time could be coming. So always be ready for death. Matthew chapter 24, verses 42 through 44. Therefore... Be on the alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. For this reason you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. So we're going to get through this COVID-19 thing. Lord willing, um, and it might be then after it's said and done and everybody starts to relax, that's when the Lord comes. We don't know when he'll come. Perhaps he'll come before the end of this video. Always be ready. Number th So number one, trust in God. He's in control. Number two, always be ready for death. Number three, don't worry. Pray. Uh, very pointed verse that I really like. Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So, when things are going bad, don't be anxious. Trust God. Pray to Him. Ask Him to, to meet your every need. And He'll be with you. He'll take care of you. Don't... Trust God, he's in control, always be ready for death, don't worry, pray, and number four, take care of your health. Uh, and this is, these next, number four, five, and six, these are the ones where, because the first three are easy ones, the next three are kind of like, how exactly do I put this into practice? Because worship's to me, but then there's some other, you know, do I quarantine myself from going to worship? I don't want to do that. I want to be there. And so how we how we balance our priorities, it, it comes into play here. And some of us will have a different opinion of how to do this. So here's some principles to consider as you do those things. And with number four, it's first of all, take care of your health. Um, the typical verse that people would go to for this, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. So the Holy Spirit dwells in us. We should, if, we're, if this body is the temple of God, then I need to take care of that body. Um, 
I need to make sure that my body is glorifying God. My body shows that I honor God. So you've got to take care of your body, take care of your health. And I added this next point after um, discussing this with Dion, actually. I was on the phone with him, talking to him, and I added this one based upon our discussion. He's the one who brought this up. In Luke 4, chapter Luke chapter 4, verses 9 through 12, um, Jesus was at the temple, and Satan t- tempted him to say, cast yourself down because the angels will save you. It's in Scripture. It's written there. And Jesus' response was from Scripture too, Thou shalt not put the Lord your God to the test. And I think with this idea of, and this is one of those you, you balance with wanting to be at worship, do I go or do I not go? Do I go to work? Do I not go to work? Do any place I go, well, hey, if I pray, God's going to take care of me. Um, well, we do pray about it, and we should pray about these things. But at the same time, we're not going to put the Lord to the test by saying, hey, God, I prayed about this. Now I'm going to go out in the public and do things, and I know you're, you're going to protect me. Well, God's given us some wisdom of how to protect ourselves. We should take care of our health. We should um, make sure that our body is is a good place for the Holy Spirit to dwell, and we're going to do everything to, that we can to make sure that that is done. We're not going to put ourselves at risk. We're not, in a sense, going to throw ourselves off the temple and ask God to save us. Send your angels to protect me. No, we're going to protect ourselves by not jumping off of the temple. So I hope that that fits and works, and I appreciate appreciate that thought as we take care of our health. We're not going to put God to the test by um, uh, by putting ourselves at risk. So, looking at what we've got so far, trust God. He's in control. Always be ready for death. Don't worry, but pray. Take care of your health. Now, number five, it says consider the health of others. Uh, in Philippians uh, chapter 2, verses 3 through 4, it says, Do nothing from selfish ambition. Or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. And this particular thought of considering others and their health, that plays large into this when there's a virus out that I really don't care if I get it. I I think I'm in good enough health and condition, it would probably hit me like a cold. But I don't want to get it and then put others at risk. I don't want to do that. I'm going to consider the health of others. I'm going to consider them. Excuse me. I like how on the screen I can totally duck. You can't even watch me when I when I sneeze. So that's a that's kind of a neat thing. I could sneak over the other way and get a drink of coffee. Some of you would be very jealous of that to know that right now. But um, consider the health of others. And this is a good biblical principle even pertaining to, to Scripture because how much of the Old Testament law, like Leviticus, talks about quarantining people being labeled as unclean, so if someone is unclean, they have to separate themselves from others. Why? Because they don't. God was wise enough in his culture, and this is a very scientific point to consider of why the, the Bible is number one, It's and why God truly is the God of the universe, and why the Bible is real. 
God was wise enough even in that day and age to tell people, separate. If you're sick, get away from others. So we've got to consider that principle even today. So take care of your health and also consider the health of others. Number um, number six we're on to, and that is obey the authorities, so long as that authority does not conflict uh, with what God says. Romans 13, verses 1 through 7 is that passage you can go to and see that. And there are other places where God tells us to, to respect and obey the authorities, to submit to them. And I think we need to do that. Uh, even even today, it isn't the law that we self-quarantine. But when the, when the government says, when the governors and the authorities say, please do this, I, I think we honor the government and we're showing respect and submission to the government when we do our best to do that. So that is one of the things that goes into it, um, the, the fact of what we're doing today. And some people at the church and some people are not, but have this option of getting in remotely. And this is a great, great opportunity for us. And lastly, number seven, is we let this trouble, this current situation, be an opportunity for us to shine the light of Christ. And if we don't, take this opportunity and this this chance to really be different in the world, to show that a, a little um, virus, as dangerous as it is, it isn't going to make us fear. It isn't going to make us be anxious. But we're just going to follow these biblical principles, and we're going to respond to it wisely. But when we do that, we've got this opportunity to show the light of Christ to others. It's an opportunity with uh, people who have been uh, expressing concern about others. Do they have food that they need? Maybe we can have some food at the, the church for people. or you know, And if you have those needs, we want to know because we want to help. So let us know if you haven't. You've gone to the store and you haven't been able to get the toilet paper that you need. Let, let me know or let somebody else in the church know we want to help. Okay, this is an opportunity for us to shine as Christians, as believers in Jesus, to show that we truly believe these things that we say. Number one is trust in God. He's in control. We are going to do that. Number two, always be ready for death. Number three, don't worry. Don't be anxious, but pray. Turn it over to God. And then the wisdom kicks in what we should do. Take care of your health. Don't put God to the test in any way with your health. Number five, consider the health of others. Number six, obey the authorities when you're able, when we are able. And number seven, let this trouble be an opportunity for us to shine the light of Christ. Uh, the passage for that last point is this, 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7. And this is talking to per- Christians who were being persecuted but I think we can apply the same principle to ourselves in this situation. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been distressed by various trials, so that the proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So here's the opportunity for us to prove our faith when trouble comes. It's an opportunity for us to shine that light of Christ and really to show not only Christ, 
that we really believe him and trust him and obey him, but also to show the world who Jesus is. So uh, to wrap this up, I at the church there are people, you know, who are able to, to help you if in the midst of this situation and the you find yourself filled with fear and you want to turn to the one who can take away all of that fear. This, there are people who can help you today and share with you what you need to give your life to Jesus Christ. That passage we looked at that said, always be ready for death. Trust God. You know, give your life to him. That's, that's what you need to do today. That's the call for all of us. But if there's anybody who hasn't given your life to Jesus and you want to do that today, I encourage you to, to go forward there in the church. Um, if there's somebody out there listening who has made that decision, you've been thinking about it probably for a long time, and then this situation really helps you think about what is important in life and what is my life. It's just a vapor. It can go at any time. We um, we encourage you to, to give us a call. Give somebody a call. Let us know if you want to uh, make a step towards Jesus, if you want to give your life to him. So if you need need anything at the church today, go forward. Otherwise, give us a call. Let us know. Don't hesitate in doing what is right and taking that step of faith. So if anybody needs to respond, we encourage you to do so. And uh, we'll stand and sing the song of encouragement now. The Lord, the Lord.